I don't want to be like Cinderella. Sitting in a dark, cold, dusty cellar. Waiting for somebody to, to come, come and, and set, set me free. free. Good morning, New York. It's Saturday morning. We hope you're doing well. Yeah, I hope you're doing well. I hope you're having, or I guess whatever, yeah, whatever time. I hope you're having a good time, <laughs> not a bad time. Yes. Yes. I hope the vibes are immaculate wherever you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are back to our regularly scheduled programming after a very successful fun theme month we hope you guys enjoyed animated april as much as we did yes um it seems like a lot of you really liked the disney animated uh films that we were doing like really getting back to the classics i would say Mm -hmm. so thank you for the love and listening to the episodes yeah and to get back into the swing of things we had to start off with One of the most iconic DCOMs of all time. Yes. When I think of modern DCOMs, I think this is probably my favorite. Mm -hmm. I feel like the older ones were really sports-centric for some reason. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then the beep (laughs) ushered in a new era. You said it's like musical-themed movies. Yes. Yeah. 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 I feel like this kind of laid the groundwork for the success of High School Musical. Definitely. As you may have guessed, we are doing 2003's Disney Channel original movie, The Cheetah Girls. Yeah, we are. It's happening. Yes. After a couple of electronic recording (laughs) errors, we are doing it. And I couldn't be more stoked, really. I think that Mm. this movie... Um, is a really empowering movie. Like, it's something I would want to show young girls today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it really stands the test of time mm-hmm. about, like, following your dreams, but also being true to your friends. And Adrian Bailon just serves us, like, a lot of Latin flavor. I remember it being, like, mm-hmm. I want to be like her when I grow up and just, like, unapologetically Latina. Yeah, she is so so cool like to this day Definitely. i remember though like as a kid watching the cheetah girls and then my mom watching keeping up with the kardashians and like adrian bailon was on there because she was dating yeah Rob. <laughs> oh my gosh she's like pretty cool um to, i've never seen her like get into any drama or anything really i mean yeah i guess keeping up with the kardashians but never in like bad headlines and stuff like that yeah yeah sabrina bryan she had her baby she seems to be thriving mm-hmm. has a lovely home she looks exactly the same has not aged she a does look day. so young yeah if anyone knows where keely williams is let us know <laughs> well keely so keely and raven did not get along mm-hmm. during filming like not so much in the first one but like really in the second one they clashed a lot so there was always some animosity there. But they did do an Instagram Live last year where they, like, hashed things out and, like, made up, I guess, which is weird to do on an Instagram Live, but Definitely. whatever. And after Keely left the Live and it was just Raven, she's, like, eating a sandwich and, like, doing this, like, maniacal laugh. Yeah. It's so fucking funny. It became, like, a huge meme and then people put, like, dramatic music behind it. It was... It was a moment on Twitter. Yeah, Christina showed me this clip and I was like, 
Holy, holy <laughs> crap. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, Raven Simone, I mean, she started out in the Cosby show. Yeah. And was like a famous, you know, little kid. Mm-hmm. And now she, is she still on The View? Is that what she was on? Or The Talk? Um, I don't think so. I don't think she's still on it. I think she's just doing Raven's Home. Yes. Now. So she was like famous when the Cheetah Girls came out and she just remained Mm-hmm. famous she did oh that, yeah that's so raven and just went on to like continue to do work yeah i'm like good for you she actually also got married she got married last year right yeah i think so yeah yeah there was some drama though not only between keely and raven but in 3lw mm-hmm. and that was the band that adrian bailon and keely williams were in with this girl named naturi I saw this whole video about, like, colorism in 3LW and how Naturi mm-hmm. would be treated poorly. So, also a lot of drama there. Yeah, her and, her and Keely clashed as well. Yeah. Like, there was some incident. There was some names called, some profanities thrown. She turned around, Keely, and threw the plate of food, mashed potatoes, chicken, whatever else was in there, in my face. It seems like there's a common thread when it comes to the drama. And it's Miss Keeley. It is. Um, if you haven't seen her single Spectacular, there is there's not only a musical single, but a corresponding music video. Yeah. It is on YouTube. We were talking about this pretty extensively <laughs> because it is a bit rough. It is a bit rough. Yeah. And you could see it for yourself for sure. But it, it does remind me of like if a friend called me up and he was like, I want to make a music video today. Got my GoPro. <laughs> yeah. Meet me out in like Red Hook. Exactly. The The production value is just not there. But I think if that song was better produced and came out now, I think it probably had a shot of like being a TikTok song. For sure. I think that like, you know, Megan Thee Stallion, Ariana Grande, mm-hmm. they talk about The song is about a one-night stand. Yeah. So they talk about sex pretty explicitly. Yeah, it just, like, wasn't produced very well. Yeah. If you produce music and you take a look at it and you want to, like, play around with it, Mm. send it to us. We'd be happy to play it on the podcast. Yes. Make a TikTok out of it. Like, (laughs) show show us your best spectacular remakes. Yeah. I know that it was was difficult to – kind of transition from Cheetah Girls into more, like, adult stuff. I know that Adrian also struggled with that. Like, she got mm-hmm. a record deal with, I think, Def Jam. Oh, wow. While I think Cheetah Girls was still going on, mm-hmm. and she would, like, record her music, and there was just, like, a huge disconnect. Like, the label was like, this doesn't make sense. Like, this doesn't line up with your, like, Cheetah persona type of thing. Because there she was playing, like, a young teen, and then she was making this more, like, adult music, and it just, like... Oh, wow. Didn't really work out. So it's hard to make that transition. I think a lot of Disney stars struggle with that. Definitely. It seems like Miley Cyrus is going through some type of nostalgia era with like the Hannah Montana thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm like still very curious about that. I don't really know what's going on. Yeah, I'm very intrigued to see where it leads. Because it's like a verified Hannah Montana account, right? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I'm thinking to get verified, you would have had to have gotten Disney's permission. Like, she can't, Miley Cyrus can't call up Twitter and be like, I'm Hannah Montana. Especially, yeah, because Disney would own the name. Yeah. Interesting. So I'm just confused if it's, like, really just all Miley Cyrus or if there's some sort of, like, origin story that's going to come out mm. or, like, I don't, oh I really God. don't know. Yeah. We also did take a quiz. Full disclosure, this is our second time yes. recording this intro, but we took a quiz, a BuzzFeed quiz, to decide which cheetah girl we are. Mm-hmm. My villain origin story is that <laughs> when I was a kid and my friends and I would play cheetah girls, I always wanted to be Dorinda and, like, I'm always the only blonde in my friend group, so it always made sense. Like, yeah, I would be Dorinda and I was mm-hmm. short And at that time, I really actually did like to dance a lot. And my friends were like, no, you have to be Aqua because you're the new girl because I'd like just moved to Singapore. You were like, just say it. I'm shrimpy and white. (laughs) (laughs) Literally. Uh, I was also the only white one. So it really would have made sense. But yeah, so I, I feel salty towards Aqua because I never got to be Dorinda. But in this quiz that we took, I did get Dorinda. Yes. So justice has been served. (laughs) And thus the villain origin story ends. Um, (laughs) I was surprised to get Aqua. And I think it was just because I answered some of the questions like, like there was one that was like, what candy do you like? I'm like, Mm -hmm. how how would I know? What? How do you know which one Aqua (laughs) likes? And I think there was something about like reading or some shit like that because Aqua's supposed to be like a huge nerd, a bookworm. Yeah. So if you want to take that quiz, I have it linked in the show notes. So check it out. Let us know. DM us. Tell us who you got. Mm -hmm. We also, I just have to bring this up because we talked about it in the other intro that was lost. Yeah. We were talking about how the banter in this movie is super realistic. There are so many like quips and quotes that are just solely original for this movie instead of like transposed from what they think people that age would be saying. Yeah, very much in the style of Heather's where all of the lingo is like Mm -hmm. unique because so many TV shows try and do like teen slang and it's often so embarrassing. Like the only show that I've seen that has actually done a really good job of emulating how teenagers talk is american vandal Mm -hmm. like that show really nails it and it doesn't feel cringy at all yeah i feel like they had a teenage dramaturg on set who was like yeah hold on cut 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 (laughs) don't say this say that Uh, american vandal is so good if you haven't seen it i highly recommend netflix because the first season is so funny but then the second season they also hit it really hard yeah they pop off. I wasn't let down at all. I wish that someone would renew it for a third season. Yeah. I will forever be salty that I got canceled because mm-hmm. it's so good. That's what Netflix always does. They cancel their good shows. To make so they crap. They keep making shit crap. like Emily in Paris. <laughs> we should do like an Emily in Paris yeah. um, bashing episode. Oh, my God. <sighs> that show infuriates me to no end. Yeah. Everyone go watch American Vandal. Mm-hmm. And before we jump in, we just want to make sure that you're following us on Yield Social Media. Find us on Instagram at Movies That Raised Us. You can find us on Twitter at MTRU underscore pod. Yes, and you can also follow us on TikTok. It's Movies That Raised Us pod. TikTok's popping. Like, we we do have yeah. some TikTok clout. <laughs> um, get us to that, you know, creator's grant. 
please. The creator fund. The creator, yeah, yeah the creator fund. Um, that, that really aged me, t- calling it a grant. Holy crap. <laughs> We're like, people don't know how teens talk. Please get us to the creator's grant. <laughs> please, the creator's fellowship. <laughs> So if you want to do that, that'd be awesome. And if you want to get back to basics, you want to be dinosaurs like us. Yes. You can also shoot us an email. Um, it's mm-hmm. movies that raised us at gmail.com. And of course, you don't want to forget to shop Little Lady Baby. We do have an affiliation with them and their stuff is so cute. It's like vintage inspired. I just got my tea from them. It's this woman smoking a cigarette um, in this like vintage drawing, but it's on an Instagram feed and the quality was really good. I should mention that. Yeah, I got mine as well. I got uh, the Marsha, Marsha, Marsha shirt and I love it. I've worn it like many, many times since buying it already. Yeah, I'm really satisfied. So you can check them out. In the show notes, there will be a link. And there's also always a link in our Instagram bio. So check it out. All right. Getting in the zone. Dude, this movie came out 17 years ago. I can't talk about that. I can't hear that. I can't know that. I can't see that. Yeah. Oh, my God. I love feeling ancient at the ripe age of 24. I know. We're so young. We're so young. Yeah. I have to keep telling myself. I'm like, I'm so young. <laughs> well, I've been calling myself 25 for the past like five, like four months, basically this whole year, just to prepare myself because it's coming very soon. Yeah. I also have been confused about how old I am <laughs> recently because yeah. I've just been like, Oh, like, you know, I'm like 22. I'm 23. No. Yeah. You are turning 25 next month. Where's my house? Yeah. Where's my fucking dog? Where's my burgeoning career? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, God. On that lovely note, let's get into it. (sighs) So we open up Disney Channel original movie. We get a quick aerial shot of... Manhattan, except of course this was filmed in, you guessed it, Toronto. We zoom in to a child's birthday party, which I thought was Aqua's brother because I thought Poochie was a dog, but apparently Poochie is Chanel's brother. Yes, Poochie and Choochie. <laughs> um, also, I just want to yeah. say, when you were like, oh, but you guessed it, they filmed in Toronto, I was going to say, we love a bargain NYC. <laughs> As a resident of Toronto, I can say that that is accurate. So at this birthday party, the cheetahs are performing. They are singing Together We Can. A certified bop. And I need to talk about the outfits that they're wearing oh, because... Yeah. I think it really encapsulates the flavor, <laughs> the vibes, the aesthetic of the early 2000s. Yeah. Because there are some wild choices being made here. So we start off with Dorinda, who is wearing, of course, low-rise jeans mm-hmm. with two belts, this white t-shirt with like a yellow and black striped long sleeve crop top, and a denim vest. Whoa. A lot of layering going on. Then we cut over to Aqua. 
who they did so fucking dirty in this movie with her. She's like so tall too. She has really long legs. And they said, you know what? We're going to cover that up with a nasty skirt. (laughs) A really just awful skirt. Yeah, she's wearing white cowboy boots, which I actually think are a look. I like these. I do like the shoes. Yeah. And turquoise tights, a god-awful knee-length, like, A-line pink cheetah print skirt with, like, tulle underneath it. They give her, like, a lot of volume in these skirts, and it doesn't work because they're all – none of them are high-waisted. So it's just, like, it doesn't work for Mm -hmm. me. She's also, of course, wearing a chunky black belt – a white button down and like a sherpa lined denim jacket. It's rough out here. Yeah. Galleria is wearing some cute like tan booties. She has these neon painted jeans, a scarf tied around her hips as a belt. I definitely did this a lot in the 2000s. The same, of course. She's wearing this like long sleeve blue top that has this like multicolored wool fringe on like the cuffs and the neckline chanel is in i think my favorite outfit out of this ensemble she's wearing these like brown booties some magenta tights this like white mini skirt another statement belt long sleeve pink top that also has an insane like purple and pink wool fringe vest on top she is rocking it, though. She pulls it off. Yeah. I also just like Galleria's outfits because it's so, like, ba-bam, I am the star. Yes. She dresses like she's already a pop star. She is dressing for the job that she wants. Ooh, I like that. Manifesting. Yeah. And I do like that they give the girls a very, like, distinct style yeah. amongst each of them that corresponds to their personality because mm-hmm. I feel like – If they were all just, like, the same, this movie would not have the cultural impact that it did. Definitely. So as they're performing, Aqua ends up getting her white cowboy boot stuck in a crack. And she falls over. She takes Chanel down with her. Dorinda does, like, a backflip, which also ends up landing her on her ass. While Galleria is just singing in the front, totally oblivious, they all bump into each other as the song ends. It's a bit of a rough ending there. And after their performance, they kind of convene at like the refreshments table (laughs) at this outdoor birthday party. And they're just like reminiscing about the performance and how it really did not go the way they planned. And Chanel's like, y'all, I think this is a sign we are not ready to audition for the talent show. Not even like be in the talent show, just (laughs) audition. Yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh. But we do get the sense that the talent show at Manhattan Magnet is, like, a really big deal. Like, people have been signed from it before. And Galleria is the positive one in this situation. She's Mm -hmm. like, well, Chanel, you finally hit that high C in the second chorus. And Aqua, you kept our harmonies tight. And Dorinda, you gave it your all for the fans. (laughs) She insists that they're going to be the first freshmen to win the Manhattan Magnet talent show. I did not realize that they were so young in this one. Like, I assume they were, like, juniors, like, 16. But no, they're, like, 14, maybe 15. Yeah. It's pretty wild. I could not have been at school and then creating music at that age. And (laughs) galleries at home, like, on her keyboard, like, do, do, do. Yeah. So the cheetahs have their morale boosted. They're like, we're in. We're going to do it. 
So after the party, they're all walking down the street and Dorinda is stressed because she has to go and take like her dance lessons and do homework. Like she's got to run. And Galleria is like, oh my God, where are you always running off to? Look, I'll send you what we're wearing tomorrow. And Dorinda's like, no, like my computer is still down. Like just tell me tomorrow. And like skedaddles off. Meanwhile, Aqua is trying to hail a cab because she has a trig class at NYU in 15 minutes. Bold. And she is afraid of taking the subway. That's like her whole That's a thing that she has to overcome. Dorinda's like, I'm trying to overcome um, me being a foster child, feeling like I don't have a family structure. And Aqua's like, I can't take the subway. It's dirty down there. And I'm like, I don't feel bad for you. This is why I don't like Aqua. Yeah, because it's not even like she moved to a new place and she's like, I'm having a hard time making friends. She's just like, there's more people. And I'm like, go away. I can't can't take you seriously. So Chanel ends up like whistling and hailing a cab for her and Aqua runs off. Yes. Now it's just Galleria and Chanel, the two OGs. They talk. Chanel remembers when it was just the two of them in the group. But Galleria is like, you know what? Having four girls makes us a real girl group, you know, rounds out the band. Mm -hmm. And she's like... (laughs) We could be grabbing Grammys. Uh, I love all of Galleria's little quips. She's so witty. So Galleria talks about how when they make it big, they're going to be getting calls from Rodney Jerkins, Babyface, Jackal Johnson. Yeah. And Chanel is like, all the hottest designers are going to be calling us. Sorry, Dolce. I have Gabbana on the other line. Chuchi, it's Gucci. Got Tom Ford. I wear Prada or not a mama. Oh, my God. The witticisms in this movie. Yeah. Chanel makes her best friend, Galleria, promise that when they're rich, they're going to buy a huge penthouse apartment for just the two of them, like BFFs forever. And if you weren't talking about buying a penthouse (laughs) with your best friend when you were young, I don't know what y'all were talking about. Yeah. I feel like that was the whole thing. You'd be like, I'm going to live with my best friend in an amazing place definitely then they walk over to this like music store and they see this poster for a new artist of jackal johnson's and they just start gushing over how much they love her and they it's very unclear whether this music is playing yeah i can't tell if it's diegetic or not Mm -hmm. i thought that like there was no music playing. They're just like, uh, uh-huh. uh, hey. uh, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. But they get a crowd. They garner a crowd. People <laughs> watch, and they're like, "Wow, hey!" Because you know, people in New York have never seen street performers. Yeah. They have nowhere to people go. In nowhere New York to be. love street performers. <laughs> yeah, everyone. When people start singing on the train, people are just like, clapping. Yeah, they're not so bothered happy. at all. <laughs> But people, sure enough, they applaud when they're finished. And then Galleria is like, oh, crap. I forgot about my dog, Toto. And she just books it down the street. She has to, like, go walk him. And where does she go? Tell us. (sighs) To her beautiful West Village brownstone. And I'm like, you already are rich. What are you talking about when we're rich? (laughs) You live in a brownstone in Manhattan? I assume that they probably own it. Yeah, it's unclear whether she walks through the front door and it's like all theirs or if it's um one of the like apartments in the brownstone yeah 
But it's big. <laughs> either way, yeah, they're doing well for themselves. So Galleria gets home and she apologizes to her mom for being late. And the mom is like, this is the last time that I'm doing your chores for you. And Galleria says that it's all going to pay off after the talent show auditions tomorrow. Okay. (laughs) And mom is like, oh my God, speaking of paying, when the heck were you going to tell me that my client wanted to reschedule her fitting because her mom is a hot designer? And Galleria's like, oh my god, like I wrote it down, but I just got distracted and I didn't tell you because like she wrote it down and gave herself like a Jamaican like music vibe yeah. with it. She's like, I was actually going for, you know, a reggae vibe with the Cheetah Girls for this one. Constellation will miss that today. Call her back. She can chat today. And then she tries to commandeer her oh mom into like getting into the groove and she's like, get it, get it. Oh, yeah. And they start (laughs) dancing. Oh, Lord. Yeah. But the mom is, like, pissed because she looks flaky in front of her client. Yeah. And that's when uh, Galleria's Italian father. The eye candy of this movie. Oh, my God. (laughs) He enters the frame. I'm swooning already. I am so jealous of Dorothea. Like, she has it fucking made. She has... A thriving business as a designer. Yes. She has a hot Italian house husband. Yes. Who's like cooking for her all the time. Dude, he's making. Like super lovely. He is making chicken piccata <laughs> on a weeknight, on a school yeah. night. He said, why don't I make my two favorite women in the world <laughs> a delicious meal for dinner? And he's happy about he's it too. Stoked. He's like stoked. Franco. Oh my God. That's the dream. That is the life that I want. I want a hot Italian house husband who will cook for me in a thriving business. I think you deserve that. I think you deserve Thank like you. a husband who will cook for you. I think that would uh Yeah. I could just see you with a husband who would like want to do acts of service for you. Yeah. As we said in the Ratatouille episode, I need to marry a chef. Yeah. <laughs> no names will be mentioned. <laughs> No names will be mentioned for people who are currently taken, but I'm just ruminating on some options for you. So Franco comes over and he's like kind of in his own thing. He's like singing and he's like, Uh, Galleria, I asked you for the capers. Where are they? And she's like, oh, no, I forgot a lot of stuff today. And Galleria is like, first prize for the talent show is studio time. Then we can make a demo and send it off to a producer and get famous, just like some other former talent show winners, a.k.a. Jackal Johnson. He went to Manhattan Magnet back in the 90s, and she's just like off a bean about how they're going to be rich and famous. You can have all the capers you want, daddy. Yeah, we'll be swimming in capers. (laughs) Ka-ching, ka-ching, bling, bling, bling. And her mother is like, okay, your dreams are important to us, but you have to start being responsible and focusing on real life and real chores. And she hands her Toto's leash. And Galleria is like, I promise I'm going to take Toto outside. And she's like, come on, capers, daddy needs Toto. (laughs) Yeah. So then we have a quick cutaway to Dorinda, who is mopping the floors after the dance class at the youth center. Mm -hmm. And they're like, okay, moving on. Next (laughs) up. 
We go to Chanel, who walks into what I assume is a Soho loft. I love Chanel's apartment more than Galleria's place. Like, I feel like that would be my choice. You live in Soho. I live in the village. We can, like, meet up, get some coffee. Or maybe my Italian husband will have, like, biscotti ready for us. I would love that. Yeah. (laughs) So she goes into her gorgeous Soho Mm -hmm. loft, and she sees, like, clothes strewn about. So she follows the trail to her mother's walk-in closet oh where her very hot mom – we assume also that she's a former model. Yeah, there are gigantic photos of her, um, mm. like a huge, like full five feet tall, six feet tall <laughs> picture of her. Yeah. So Her mom is like rummaging through her clothes, puts on like this itty-bitty crop top. She's trying to get ready for her date tonight. Oh, my gosh. So I do get that they're trying to make her be, like, young and hot. Mm -hmm. But I was also like, why did you pick this crop top that looks like someone picked up at a Forever 21? She's, like, has a beautiful apartment. She's going out with this, like, very wealthy man. At least put a little, like, silk on her. Yeah. Make her look expensive. Don't give her this, like, fast fashion. (laughs) Like, yeah. Exactly. So Chanel is like, Ma, you cannot be wearing this. No, no, no. And she finds this other, like, gorgeous blouse for her to wear. And she's like, you should wear this. It's cheetah-licious. So Chanel is trying to tell her mom, like, about her day and about the cheetah girls and stuff. But the mom is so wrapped up in getting ready for her date with Luke. And Chanel's like, ugh, another date with the French guy. And the mom is like, don't call him that. Like, what if people called you Dominican? She was like that, like, Latina, Dominican, Puerto Rican girl. Yeah. Mishmash of things. And Chanel's like, they already do. But the mom is like, it's what's on the inside that matters. Mm-hmm. And she's like, and what's on the inside of Luke is that he's really, really rich. Just kidding. And I'm like, you're <laughs> kidding, but also. But also. Is it nice? Yes. It's a nice touch. Yes. So mom, like, grabs her shit, rushes out the door, just as Chanel's, like, trying to tell her about the high C that she hit today. So we clearly have, like, a not really absentee, but, like, a mother that doesn't really pay attention to her. Mm -hmm. There's going to be some tension there. Definitely. Cut back to Galleria, who is in her bedroom writing a new song, playing her keyboard, and she calls Chanel, who is, like, hanging out on her bed. Her mom is still out with Luke. Mm. I feel like if I were a freshman in high school and my mom wasn't home by the evening, I'd be, like, bummed for sure. Yeah. And Galleria's like, you know, I'm still here for you, Chuchi. And they have these cute nicknames. Mm-hmm. Chanel's Chuchi and Galleria is Bubbles. Um, So Galleria's like, let me show you what I'm working with. And <laughs> sings part of the song she's writing. And Toto gets up. He starts, like, dancing in little circles. Yeah. She's like, oh, my God, Toto loves it. It's a hit. So then at school the next day, the cheetahs are chatting in the halls when these two guys come up to Mm -hmm. them and start doing like a whole like crocodile Dundee, like, it's a cheetah in the wild type of thing. Yeah. And Galleria is like, we call ourselves the cheetahs because the cheetah is the fastest and fiercest feline in the jungle. Ooh. So then Derek, who's one of the dudes, reveals that him and his buddy, what's his name? Mackerel. Mackerel are also auditioning for the talent show. And he ends up asking if they can switch their like audition slots mm-hmm. so that they can set up their real instruments. Okay. Which we find out yeah. later is like 
a DJ. Fucking DJ set, yeah. yeah. And Chanel agrees, and she's like, I have to, you know, meet up with my history teacher anyways because I failed my test. Mm -hmm. And Dorinda's like, ooh, it's kind of get close for me because I have plans. And Galleria is like, where are you always running off to? I'm like, relax. Stop harassing her. (laughs) Yeah. And Dorinda's like, uh, nowhere, never mind. So Galleria agrees to switch the times. And she's like, but you're still going to lose the talent show. And he's like, keep dreaming. But you know you're still my boo. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's very flirtatious. <laughs> Galleria also calls him Hambone, which I looked up because I was mm-hmm. like, this sounds vaguely familiar. And it's a dated slang Meaning, like, a performer who's doing an imitation of an African-American dialect. Yeah. And I was like, he does have a lot of, like, yo, like, little mama. Yeah. It's like, uh. Yeah. Very, um, oh, God, Michael from Honey. That type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, who plays? No, I'm thinking of, um, there's also this actor named Michael Rappaport who was in, have Spike Lee movies. Mm-hmm. He rem- the characters that he plays are very reminiscent mm. of like Derek. Gotcha. Just that whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, after this flirty little comment from Derek, the girls are like, "Oh my god!" Like, who? And they're talking about how cute he is. And Galleria is like, please, like, he's just trying to throw me off. Don't fall for it. Her guard is so up. I definitely would not be this, like, cool, calm, and collected as a 14-year-old. But then we cut to Derek and Mackerel who, like, bump into some dude and, like, spill food all over the place. And the girls are, like, teasing Galleria about how he likes her. At the audition that evening, the girls begin by praying to the cheetah gods. They just ask for a good performance and do their little handshake. And they're like, they do a growl sound effect whenever they do their handshake. I think it's so funny. Yeah. Um, Dorothea also comes in with Chanel's mother so that they can watch their performance. And um, yeah, Magdalena is Chanel's mother. And the Cheetah Girls perform Uh, the classic Cinderella. They're matching cheetah outfits. Yeah, there's a lot going on with those outfits. It's pretty wild, but it's like a white base with like cheetah accents. Very like ethereal, like Cinderella, you know, it's like a fairy tale. So you have a little bit of like Mm -hmm. dreamy, dreamy vibes with the white, but like of course the cheetah touch. Yes. Um, And they also have this cool light effect. Like they're using a gobo to create (laughs) cheetah spots. And I was like, who's the lighting designer here? Yeah, for this audition. (laughs) Yeah. And I don't know why Poochie is like pressing the play button. Yeah. But he pops up a lot in this. So the audition goes amazing. They nail the song. If I saw this audition before my audition for a talent show at school. Oh, my God. I would throw up. I would pull a Troy and Gabriella and hide behind, like, the janitor cart. Yeah. Like, it would not. Miss I Darvis. would not be going up. <laughs> Is it too late to audition? Um, yeah. 
I did just look it up because I had thought that the song was originally by Play, but actually it was originally recorded by I-5 in 2000. Then it was covered by the Swedish girl group Play in 2001. Then it was covered by the Taiwanese girl group She in 2003. And then the Cheetah Girls got it. Okay, I see, I see. Yeah. Yeah, they they did it well, though. They really go off. Oh, yeah. I love this song. It it still slaps to this day. Definitely. I don't want to be like Cinderella. Sitting in a dark, cold, dusty cella. Waiting for somebody to, to come, come and, and set, set me free. free. <laughs> no, I'm going to be out there. I'm going to be out there. Yes. So after the audition, they see Drinka who is, like, the woman putting the talent show together. She's the teacher yeah. at Manhattan Magnet. And it's, like, a close-up of her <laughs> blowing her nose into her hanky and, like, crying. And the cheetahs are like, Drinka, are you okay? Were we that bad? And Drinka just walks, saunters over, and she's like, I just see myself in you girls and starts singing her <laughs> seminal hit Champagne bubbles of love. She's like, champagne bubbles of love. And she's like, I just see you drink of clones in every one of you. Galleria. <laughs> I can't stand it. A biracial hip-hop version of me. Oh, my Chanel, God. a hot Latin spicy version of me. Aqua, as if I was from the sassy South. Dorenda, if I – and she's like, just say it. Everyone else does. You'd be like me if I were shrimpy and white. And Drink is like, if I was able to dance. And they're all like, oh. everyone else gets racially profiled except for Dorinda. Oh my God. And they're like, okay, so are we in? And Drink is like, absolutely. Then Ugh. out of the shadows comes the Ugh. devil himself. <laughs> Jackal Johnson. Uh, boo. Legend has it, if you go into a bathroom, turn off all the lights <laughs> and say Jackal Johnson three times, you will be an animal in... What the fuck is the band name? The Global Get the Down. The Global Get Down. I hate this man so much. Oh, my God. He just comes out of the cut and he's like... I haven't seen this much talent on stage since my graduation. Oh, my God. And he has this, like, lackey sidekick guy. Yeah. Drink is like, oh, Jackal, what are you doing here? And he's like, Jackal always keeps his hand in the community. I'm like, that's a little sus that this grown man is staking out a children's talent show. Yeah, scoping out talent at Manhattan Magnet. I don't trust it. Was it you that I was talking to this about, about how he's supposed to be like a Justin Timberlake? Oh, yeah. I said that he reminds me of Justin Timberlake yeah. for sure. That sneaky rat energy. Big rat present. energy, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Drinka says that the Cheetah Girls are her newest project. I'm like, Drinka. And like, literally weren't involved <laughs> until like three seconds ago. But Jackal says he's looking for the next big thing. And that next big thing might have spots and the girls are like oh my god so that's when poochie takes it upon himself to introduce himself as their manager at the ripe age of probably 10 yeah but then galleria steps up and she's like i'm galleria i'm the founder and songwriter and the girls are like 
What the fuck? She's saying she founded the Cheetah Girls? Are you fucking kidding me? Controversial opinion. Mm -hmm. She did found the Cheetah Girls. Or Chanel and her, at least. Yeah, yeah. We don't really know exactly how it went down, but she definitely is, like, the driving force behind the band. Mm -hmm. She's writing She definitely doesn't handle things. Yeah, she doesn't handle it correctly. But she does do a lot of the legwork. She does a lot of work. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And if it wasn't for Galleria, the Cheetah Girls would cease to exist. And that is evident by how bad the third movie is. Because it doesn't have Galleria. Yikes. But... Anyways, Dorothea comes down and she's like, um, who are you? I'm the mom. Like, get away from my child. Yeah. And um, Galleria's like, mom, do you even know who this is? And she's like, yeah, three Grammys, like this house, blah, 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 blah. I read. I know exactly who this man is. Ooh, Mama Cheetah. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, these girls are not professionals. This is just like a fun side project for them i would be mortified if i wanted to pursue a career yeah granted is the mom right in the end of course yes but if she really seriously wanted to do music yeah why would you say that it's a hobby that's not being supportive so she basically like shuts jackal down and is like come on girls let's go so then jackal gives galleria his card in case they change their minds Mm. That night, Jorenda takes a cab with Galleria and Dorothea back to her place, and she gets out at the door, but when she sees the cab has gone a bit down the block, she actually goes around the corner and, like, says thank you to the doorman or something. It's like, yeah, you're like, huh, what's going on here? Mm -hmm. Back in the cab, Dorothea is like, you know, Dorinda seems like a really nice girl. What are her parents like? And Galleria's like, I don't know. Um, She has, like, a little sister, but... Like, I don't know anything about her parents. Mom, her parents aren't all up in her business. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you're such a little shit. <sighs> yeah. So then back at Galleria's house, she's continuing to fight with her mom about Jackal. Of course. And her mom is like, you can make a record after you graduate from college. And Galleria is like, well, if I had a record deal, I could pay for college. And they, like, argue back and forth. Mm-hmm. And Franco comes over. He calls her Pazza. <laughs> yeah. Or which she's not. I mean, yeah, he's like, you're not a Pazza, but you need to listen to your mother's advice. And Dorothea says that she's too young and she knows what happens when a young girl gets under pressure and can't handle it. There's like some projecting going on. Yeah. I really want to know like what happened to Dorothea when she was a kid because she yeah. talks a little bit later on as well about how like when she was young and like she was in the industry, I'm like – what happened to you? I yeah. want her origin story. I have a feeling that it has to do with her fashion design business. Yeah. And yeah. that she was like thrown into it like too young and she couldn't handle it. Yeah, probably. Um, but Galleria is not listening to her mom and she's like, I get good grades. I like write all the music. Like I'm doing this and doing that. What good is eating vegetables if you can't have dessert? Strong bones and teeth. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) I saw a TikTok of this, like, you know how people will recreate movie scenes? Yeah. Yeah, so someone did this one. (laughs) And before she says strong bones and teeth, in the recreation, he's like, gotta think. Gotta think of a good comeback. What can I say? Uh, (laughs) Strong bones and teeth. (laughs) 
Yeah. So back at Chanel's apartment, Chanel's also complaining to her mother. It's a weird um, power dynamic where it's like clear that Dorothea is making the calls. But like yeah. Magdalena could be like, hey, you know what? I think that we should at least listen to what he has to say or something. Like Magdalena doesn't have to listen to Dorothea if she doesn't want yeah. to. But Chanel is just like talking about the thing with Jackal and Dorothea and – her mom says that they don't need to work with Jackal. She says that she doesn't trust him either. And then <laughs> starts talking about how he's not like the men from Paris. Like, Because they are so notorious for being trustworthy. Like, yeah, what is what? this comment? Um, yeah, she compares, like, his fashion sense to Luke's as well. About him wearing, like, oh my God. more, like, hip-hop clothing and, like, platinum and stuff. Um <laughs> Just super weird that she's even talking about this when her daughter is trying to vent to her. Yeah. Chanel is clearly upset. So her mom says that they're going to go on a shopping spree tomorrow. Just have some fun. A girl's day. Mm -hmm. And then she asks what Chanel thinks about Paris to to visit, to live. Because Luke, you know, wants her to move there. Chanel is so pissed she storms out but her mom does make her promise to at least think about it and i'm like yeah you can't even listen to what your daughter's no. saying right now the timing literally could not have been worse to, to bring like that pose up, that question for sure like oh my daughter's in a really bad mood and like this thing just happened that kind of crushed her dreams seems like a good time to ask if she wants to uproot her entire life and move to paris that seems like the move so Chanel and Galleria then have a phone call where they're just, like, venting to each other. Like, not even really listening to the other one. Just kind of, like, off on their own thing. Meanwhile, Franco is trying to convince Dorothea to let Galleria call Jackal. But Dorothea wants to protect her from making the same mistakes that she did. And says that when she's older, maybe she'll be more ready if her dreams fall apart. And her dad is like, yeah, but if they fall apart now, at least we'll be here to help her. True. So Dorothea listens to her hot house husband. Hot Italian and says, man. Yes. And she's like, all right, I can't stay mad at you. And while Chanel and Galleria are still on the phone, mom and dad go in and they tell her that they're going to let her call Jackal. Galleria is super stoked, thanks her parents, but Dorothea says that the conditions are that she'll be going to the meeting as well, and if anything, like, fishy is happening, she gets a bad vibe, they're out. So Galleria tells Chanel the news, and she's like, oh my god, like, that's so crazy. By the way, like, what was that thing that you said? Like, since when are you the founder of the Cheetah Girls? Yeah. Hi, I'm Galleria. I'm the founder of the Cheetah Girls. <laughs> and then she, like, looks at the phone. She's like, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> yeah. And um, Galleria is like, oh, I didn't mean it that way. Like, you know, I'm a team player. It's all good. You should have squashed that bug when you had the mm-hmm. chance, Chanel. Yep. The next day, all the girls are in the cafeteria at lunch. And Galleria makes the call. Very bold to whip out a cell phone at lunch. Yeah, we were not allowed to have phones out. No, never. To make a call, I feel like I would be suspended. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So Galleria makes the call, and the secretary, I'm assuming, says that they're going to call them back so they can schedule a time. That's when Derek comes over in his little Mm. turtleneck, (laughs) and he's like, I heard about your 15 minutes of jackal fame. While you were crossing paws, 
okay? We were at a lecture with the great Wynton Marsalis. And then Mackerel's like, actually, uh, we couldn't afford tickets. So we went to a cafe nearby. <laughs> and then Derek is like, but afterward, you know, I got to see him in the cafe and like talk to mm-hmm. him. And Mackerel's like, you handed him a sugar packet. Really? Like, Mackerel's the worst wingman. No loyalty. Zero loyalty. loyalty. (laughs) He said close over bros. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, so it's like a really humiliating moment for Derek. Then the school paper comes over and asks the Cheetah Girls for an interview. Oh, my God. And Derek walks away shortly thereafter. And Galleria has an amazing line. Oh, yeah. When the girls are like talking about how he likes her she says if he can't respect my art he can't have my heart words to live by yes yeah yes i wholeheartedly agree then galleria kind of gets galleria has been doing good so far and she ruins it is what i'm trying to say yeah she's like now that we're stars we need to act like it aqua you need to stop talking with your mouth open and carrying around hot sauce all the time. And I don't get the hot sauce thing. Like, I'm like, if a girl wants to bring around hot yeah. sauce, like, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like if my boyfriend did something like that to like a restaurant, I would probably be embarrassed. Yeah. But they're kids. It's more so the talking with the mouthful thing. Exactly. Like that, yeah, you should get a lock on that and like stop mm-hmm. doing that because you are 14 like there's no excuse anymore <laughs> but especially in that scene they make her like yeah talk. it was very obnoxious i was not a fan no it's like galleria is correct about that but aqua's like i take a little bit of southern with me everywhere i go and she's quite defensive so galleria is like all right, but when we see Jackal, you better stash the sauce. And walks off with Aqua's hot sauce. And they're like, what the heck? But Chanel's actually like, you know, she might have a point and hands her a napkin because she has food all over her face. Yeah, this is also where Galleria starts doing her little I'm a diva flourish of just like putting on sunglasses as she exits anywhere. Certainly. <laughs> so she just puts on some sunglasses and leaves. So then after school, we cut to the youth center where Dorinda is mopping up after the latest dance class. And that's when she finds out that the studio is actually closed on Saturday because they rented out the space to like this company that wants to do some auditions. The gold medal crew. Yes. Yeah. And she's like, fuck, like I needed. (laughs) She says, fuck. (laughs) In this decom, Dorinda goes, fuck, I needed credit for those hours so I could pay for my dance lessons. And the lady at the center is like, you know what? If you help me run the audition for the gold medal crew, Mm -hmm. then I'll credit you for two weeks of lessons. Which is like an amazing deal. Absolutely. Yeah. Back to Galleria. She's writing another song. It's going to be their demo for Jackal. She's very excited. Then the next day, uh, the girls arrive at Deaf Duck Records, but it's only (laughs) – I know. (laughs) Deaf Duck. That's the best they could do. Spelled D-U-K. Yeah. It's like Jackal, Duck, Cheetah. It's like we get it. (laughs) All the animals in the kingdom. There's a weird – a weird – theme with that going on but i digress yeah so they're all waiting except galleria 
Of course, Galleria and her mm. mother are caught in gridlock traffic. I don't really get why they didn't just take the subway. Yeah. I don't know if they're just like close enough that they could have taken the cab, but it seemed odd. And I'm also like, yes, the traffic is bad in New York. It looked like mm-hmm. it was LA traffic in that scene. Yeah. You don't see gridlock. I've never, no, I've never seen traffic like that in New York. No. So Galleria is in the back of this cab complaining. She's like, Doe is wearing the same outfit as yesterday. I'm going to throw up. I'm like, why don't you ask her about her situation yeah. as a friend? And why don't you maybe say like, hey, is everything okay at home? Like, I've noticed you've yeah. worn the same thing the past couple of days. Like, do you ever want to like shop through my closet? I don't know. I don't really know how to approach it. Yeah. But I think that there's a better way than talking shit about her. Yeah, especially because she's always like, where are you always running off to? Like, why don't – like, she's clearly got a lot going on. Why don't you be like, hey, like, how are things? Like, <laughs> you seem really busy. Like, what's going on? Yeah. Instead of me, like, if she's wearing the same fucking outfit, I'm going to lose my goddamn mind. Like, okay. <laughs> Relax. Yeah. And then Dorothea is on one about, like, the meeting and just, like, laying down the ground rules, saying all the stuff. Back at Daft Duck, Jackal shows up. And the girls have to tell him that Galleria is running late. And he's like, oh, don't worry about it. Why don't I give you a tour while we wait for the diva? <laughs> and I'm like, you're – you are an old man. Yeah. You're not old, old, but you should not be like Harvey Weinsteining these like yeah. young kids. Let me show Who you don't, around. There's no parent present. Like, Yeah. Mm. doesn't even seem legal that he would be like – I feel like a normal guy would be like – Let's wait until your custodian arrives. Yeah. Let us get you some refreshments yeah. and I will be in my office. Do you need a phone to call them, perhaps? Yeah. Super weird. So eventually they do decide to get out of the cab, even though Gallery is wearing some major heels. Yeah. Her mom is like, I always tell you, wear comfortable shoes and stash the heels in a bag for later. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, God, you're right. You're right. It's correct. <laughs> yes. So she power walks over. Galleria ends up stepping in dog shit. Does she notice? No. 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 And when she shows up, she apologizes profusely. Everyone immediately smells the dog shit. Yeah. And Chanel tries to like pull her aside and tell her, but she won't listen. She's like, Chanel, can it wait? This is Jackal Johnson. Yeah. Then Jackal makes a reference. I think he says, like, it seems like you brought the poo with you or something like that. Yeah, I think she's like, what did I miss? Or did I miss anything? And he's like, no, it smells like you brought it with you yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Really, I would be mortified. So Galleria runs off to the restroom with Chanel to, like, clean up. Yeah, so then in the bathroom, Chanel is literally, like, scrubbing the shit off of Galleria's shoe. Good friend. Friend of the year over here. Yeah. And Galleria's freaking out. She's like, oh, my God. Like, I made such a bad impression. Like, he's never going to want to work with us now. And Chanel is like, there are, like, four of us. Like, you're not the only person in the group. Like, I'm, I think we'll be fine. Yeah. I don't think that we'll lose a record deal because you stepped in dog shit. And Galleria's like, oh, you're right. Like, I just need to pull it together. That's what being a leader is all about. Relax. And then she hops off the counter and pats Chanel's head. And she's like, Thanks, Chuchi, and walks away. Yeah, really annoying. I would be livid. The girls finally all get to talk to Jackal together, and he's like, 
or Galleria says it's time to get down to business, but Jackal says that the deal is already done. Aqua pulled out her hot papa hot sauce and I was sold. <laughs> and at this point, Aqua and Dorinda are kind of like hanging on Jackal and yeah. like giggling. He has like his arms around them. It's so Very icky. Weird. Yeah. Ugh. Galleria is livid. She hands him her demo, which I think I would be livid too if I saw that going on. To be mm. just to be real, because I'd be yeah. like, "This is stupid." Like, listen to our music. Yeah, Jackal's giving off really suspicious vibes. I don't. Yeah, I don't trust him. So he's like not even interested in listening to this demo. He's like, "Oh, that's nice." Yeah. Anyway, Mama Cheetah, here are some contracts. Dorothea just does like a look over and gets her pen out, starts like Xing out things, marking it up. Yeah. She's like, I'll take a look at this and then I'll have my lawyers take a look at this. Jackal's like, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna make a bump and demo, show it to the label, make millions. Sure. <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> Dorothea being um on planet Earth asks how long yeah. it'll take. <laughs> And Jackal's like, well, we'll learn this song on Tuesday, rehearse through the week, and then record on Saturday. Dorothea tries to argue. She's like, you need way more time than that. Like, you have to grab each voice individually and remaster mm. it and da-da-da. And um, Jackal's like, no, no, no. It's just a demo, not an album. I just need one clean take. Then Chanel realizes that Saturday mm. is the day of the talent show. <gasps> mm-hmm. But Galleria's like, don't worry, Jackal. We'll be here. There's a lot going on. People having a lot of different opinions. Yeah. So then outside of the building, Galleria is super stoked about recording the demo. Mm -hmm. And Chanel's like, so we're just like not doing the talent show? Like, what? The girls are not happy about it. Yeah, they're bummed. Yeah. And Dorothea says that they won't be signing anything. Until her lawyer takes a look at this contract. I'm sure it is chock full of shady business. Oh, yeah. He, he's like, um, oh, you know what I'm thinking about now? Very Scooter Brawny. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very. Totally. I'm going to fucking buy your masters. I'm going to yes. purchase your masters like later on in life, which I do wonder now. I'm like, okay, so you have Taylor Swift's masters like – do you get any money from people listening to her albums or is it just the fact that you like own the original he, recordings? Yeah, he gets money from people listening to like those. So that's why people are like now that the Taylor's versions are coming out, like yeah. only stream the Taylor's version Noted. so that like she gets the money mm-hmm. type of thing. Yeah. They're both rich. Yeah. I do hate the fact that he did something so slimy and sleazy. Yeah. Obviously it was a business decision, but is it – a good business decision at the risk of being, like, the most hated man in America. Yeah, exactly. Like, I would not want to get on the bad side of Swifties because they are vicious. Yeah. Those girls will, like, find your address and kill you. Please don't. Please don't harm us, Swifties. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, I love Taylor. (laughs) I'm just saying, We respect you and we fear you. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's a respectful fear. Oh, you know who I wouldn't want to get on the bad side of? Barb's. Yeah, no. I don't want to piss off any I respect all the barbs, and we will never come for Mm. your life. We will never disrespect. Yeah. (laughs) The only stands that I'm not afraid of are, like, Lana stands. They don't scare me. 
No, they're just too busy smoking their jewels and like walking around the Lower East yeah. Side. And DMing Lana being like, girl, what are you doing? You're embarrassing us right now with the choices that you're making. Dear Lord. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, Galleria is just like super full of herself at this point. Once again, puts on the sunglasses as she walks away. She's going full diva. Then we have a montage Galleria stops by the school paper's office and hands them, like, some photos, I'm assuming, of them. Yeah. And she's like, I'll need a final photo sign-off before the story is published. Don't worry. Like, you'll get your moment with us. <laughs> Just so full of herself. And yeah. the editor, like, throws the paper away. She's like, yeah. I fucking eye roll. And then at lunch, Galleria tells the story of, like, them going to meet Jackal, to anyone who will listen for the whole lunch period mm-hmm. until the crowd dwindles. And after, when everyone leaves, Chanel, Dorinda, and Aqua are in the hallway. There's a huge thing on the wall, all these flyers for chompcheetah.com. And Chanel's like, oh my god, we have a bashing site? Means you made it, but yeah, it yeah. sucks. Chanel tries to defend Galleria and just be like, you know, she really wants to like succeed and da da da. Yeah. But Dorinda tells her to save it. And Aqua's like, someone has to talk to her. And by someone, I mean you. Aqua has like venom in her voice when she says that. Agree. It's like very intense. Aqua is. There is like a lot of tension between Galleria and Aqua in the group. Yeah. It's like very. Uh, threatening the way that she says this to Chanel. Yes, totally. And Chanel's like, I- I'll do it. Like, I'm going to I'm gonna talk to her. I'm going to talk to her. When the time is right. <laughs> when the time is right. Shrinks away. <laughs> so then we go to the talent show rehearsals. Some kid is, like, doing stand-up. And Drinko's like, all right, Cheetahs, you're up next. And Galleria's like, actually, we're going to rehearse our new song first. And Drinko's like, no, you get three minutes to do your song, just like everybody else. And Galleria's like, oh, my God, I forgot to tell you. We're recording our new song with Jackal on Saturday, so, like, we probably won't make it oh, to the talent my, show. the audacity. Oh. The audacity. And Drinka is understandably pissed. And Galleria's like, I thought you'd be happy, like, you hooked us up after all. It's kind of like we already won the talent show. Okay. Uh, the girls are just, like, cringing so hard. Drinko's like, um, no, not really. And then Galleria makes a very rude comment about, like, you know, you have to seize opportunity when you have it. Like, you would know that better than anyone, right, Drinka? <sighs> and Drinka's like, excuse me? So she's like, all I have is this school, these kids, and my word. And I always keep my word. Derek and Mackerel, you're up. Yeah. No cheetah time. Very tense. Yeah. So the girls walk off to a separate area of the auditorium, and Chanel calls out Galleria for being really rude to Drinka. Mm-hmm. And Galleria is like, um, are you going to tell Jackal we're not recording then? And Dorinda is like, okay, are we doing this or not? I have somewhere to be. And Galleria just goes off and she's like, then you can go. You know, we're doing music anyway. And since you mostly dance, you're not needed. Ugh. Yeah. Dorinda's like, 
you're right. That is what I mostly do. And she's about to leave when Galleria is like, oh, actually, Dorinda, I made you some clippings of like outfits that you could, you know, throw together the next time we see Jackal. And Dorinda starts to walk away again, big eye roll. Galleria is like, I take them. It's not optional. Yeah. Galleria, you're making some missteps. Yes, definitely. And Dorinda is like, okay, but where are you going to get your personality makeover? Snap. Galleria is like, we love you, Doe. We just don't want you to be looking torn up and janky the next time. (laughs) It's so mean. Yeah. The next time we see Jackal. So Dorinda's like, how about this for torn up and tears up the like outfit clippings to shreds. And she storms off. Aqua looks over at Chanel. She's like, the time to talk is now. Yeah. So then we cut over to the youth center, the gold medal crew auditions. Dorinda is helping lead these auditions. She's like dancing with all the dancers. Mm -hmm. As a kid, I really thought she was fucking fire the best dancer the world had ever seen and watching it back i was like this choreo is not it she's just like uh uh, uh yeah uh. there's a lot of vocalizing <laughs> yeah yeah but of course the like head dude of the gold medal crew is like who's that girl like she's killing it she's so good so <laughs> after the auditions he goes up to her and like says that she did great and she's like oh my god yeah i'm like so glad i could help and he's like you know we have some open spots in the show for our tour that i think you'd be perfect for you know there are other kids too like it's basically like summer camp but you get paid ah amazing and dorinda's like you're speaking my language like absolutely this sounds amazing so he gives her some forms he's like get your parents to look over these and call me Mm -hmm. cut to chanel she gets home and she's like ready for her shopping date with her mother very excited Mm -hmm. sees a note luke surprised her with broadway tickets and she just leaves her credit card for chanel she's like get whatever you want on me love you so much Mm. i would be devastated yeah then the phone rings and it's the realtor leaving a message about her mom selling her apartment. And Chanel picks up the phone. She's like, we are absolutely not going to be needing your services. Goodbye. Don't call here again. Bam. Yeah. She grabs her mom's card. Whew. Yeah. She's about to fucking shred that <laughs> shit up. Yeah. And then we see a montage of Chanel, probably in Soho, mm. Gucci, Prada. No. <laughs> I think that the stores are just like boutiques, but yeah. they look expensive. And we get mm. um very, very old fashioned. Like when you had to put the credit card down in the machine and actually like mechanically yeah, like yeah. swipe over it. Um, and she just has a ton of bags and she's walking around getting whatever she damn wants. Are you allowed to do that at 14? Like, wouldn't somebody be like, is this stolen? (laughs) Most kids, like, it's pretty common for you to use your parents' credit card. So I feel like a lot of stores would just be like, oh, I get it. Like, it's your mom's. But I do, I do see what you're saying. Yeah. Just for something so high end, it'd be like, hmm, is this allowed? (laughs) 
But um, yeah, she really pops off. Yes. So shopping bags in hand, she goes to visit Dorinda at her apartment building. And she's like, I'm looking for whatever her last name is. That family. Thomas, I think. Yeah, yeah. And the doorman's like, oh, there's no Thomases here. And she's like, blonde girl, like always has like a gym bag. And he's like, oh, yeah, I've seen her. Go to the super's entrance down the alley. Chanel walks around the corner and rings the bell. And this black woman answers. And she's like, I'm looking for Dorinda. Like, I think I have the wrong apartment. Mm -hmm. She's like, oh, no, no, Dorinda's here. So Dorinda comes to the door. And she's like, oh, my God. Um... (laughs) Hey, uh, Chanel, this is my mom. Mom, this is Chanel. She's in the Cheetah Girls with me. And the mom is like, oh, my God, like, I've heard so much about you. Aww. And then she hears, like, a ruckus in the back. So the mom leaves and Dorinda joins Chanel outside. And she's like, if I knew you were coming, I would be uh, really rich and live somewhere else. Oh. And Chanel is like, like, why did you feel like you needed to hide this? Like, it doesn't matter that you're half black. Like, Galleria's half black. Like, I'm all sorts of Latin. Like, it's all good. And Dorinda's like, we are not talking about the same thing here. Mm-hmm. I'm not black. I don't even know what I am. Mrs. Bosco is my foster mother. Yeah. Yeah. And she says she lives with 10 other kids in this apartment. And they can only live there because Mr. Bosco is the super. And she's like, Chanel, I just want to stay here with my friends and the school and the cheetah girls because it's the best thing that's ever happened to me like please don't take that away from me and yeah chanel is like really understanding but also it says this line which is so weird she's like you know sometimes not having parents can be a good thing and dorinda's like you should be grateful that you have a mom yeah, like Dorinda even says, like, my mom didn't want me. Like, she gave me up yeah. when I was a baby. Like, it's pretty raw. And Chanel's like, sometimes it's a good thing to not have parents. I'm like, not the right thing to say. Read the room, girl. Chanel says that she is a cheetah girl because of who she is and what's in her heart. And she's a pure cheetah girl, pura vida. <laughs> I feel like I really butchered that pronunciation. But... <laughs> They hug and wipe their tears because they both, like, been shedding some tears during this conversation. And Dorinda's like, so why did you come here today? And Chanel's like, I felt really bad about what happened with Galleria. I just wanted to make sure you were okay. And Dorinda – Finally. Yes, finally someone just asking Dorinda, like, you good girl? Yeah. And Dorinda's like, I don't have money to buy new clothes. And Chanel is like, well, I saw this. In the window today, and I thought one of us had to have it, and gifts her the cheetah vest that she saw in the store window. And Dorinda's like, oh my god, it's awesome. And she tells Chanel about the offer from the gold medal crew. Yeah. Chanel is really happy for her, but she's like, what about the cheetah girls? And Dorinda's like, I don't know what to do. I really need that money. Yeah. So later that night... Galleria and Chanel are having a sleepover. Galleria is plucking Chanel's eyebrows when Dorothea comes in and tells the girls that she's decided that they can go to the rehearsal with Jackal alone. Whoa. I would never, ever let my teenage daughter be alone in in a room with that man, but... No. Okay. So then she tells them to go to sleep and, like, turns off the lights. 
That's when Galleria shows Chanel the new album art that she made for their demo. Mm-mm-mm. And of course, it has like Galleria's picture front and center, like bigger than anyone else. So it looks like the girls are her backup. And Chanel points this out. And Galleria is like, oh, yeah, I guess my picture is bigger than everyone else's. But, oh, you know, whoops. Whoops. I did write the songs. So and Chanel is like, um, I wrote songs, too. And like Aqua wrote a lot of the hooks that you used. They're all of our songs. And then they like kind of start fighting back and forth. And Chanel is like, you know, I'm not just your sidekick. And like the other girls are feeling this way, too. Like you're just not fun to be around anymore. Galleria is like, okay, yeah, I get it. But like everyone will be happy once we get the deal. I feel like if my friend was telling me and my other friends were like talking shit about me behind my back, I'd be like, yeah, so embarrassed. Yeah, <laughs> same. I would not be like, yeah, I get it. I'd be like, oh, whatever. Fuck, I am acting really shitty and I need to fix that. Totally. Especially as like a 14 year old. Jesus. That's all you have. Yeah. So Chanel then reveals that Dorinda is a foster kid and like this, like she needs the money. This is like very real for her. But more than that, what she needs is her friends. Which I agree because Chanel, or not Chanel, Galleria has been shitting on yeah. fucking Dorinda the entire, oh my God, the uh, Coke Zero is coming back to play now. <laughs> <laughs> but Galleria has been shitting on Dorinda this whole movie. Just be a good friend. Like, you can be a business bitch. Exactly. And be a good friend. Totally. And Galleria's like, well, friends help friends make their dreams come true. So I am being a good friend. I'm like, okay. All right. And she's like, I'm sure the Jackal will have some ideas about the cover art. Like, don't worry about it. Mm -hmm. We'll figure it out tomorrow. Yes. Tomorrow comes the heads of the studio pitch the Cheetah Girls an animal-themed band with masks um, of different animals yeah. called Global Get Down. And they totally want to change the Cheetah Girls. They basically just want yeah. the girls to do the thing that they want to do. Like, they don't really care yeah. about what the music they're making is or their whole vibe. Yeah, I think that um, the animals are Aqua is a baby seal. Mm-hmm. Dorinda is a panda. Chanel is a snow leopard. And... Galleria gets to remain a cheetah. Mm-hmm. Really awful. And Galleria sees Dorinda like trying on her panda mask and she's like, Doe, take that mask off. Jackal, we can't sing in those masks. And he's like, oh, like that won't matter. Don't worry about it. Like we just have to play your music and stuff. Just implying that they'll be lip syncing and that yeah. their talent doesn't even matter anyways. So yeah. don't worry about that. Does wait, does he ask to talk music or does Galleria say like he's like, let's talk music? And she's like, Yeah, perfect. Here's our demo, like we're gonna perform. And they get up to sing Girl Power. Oh. Such a good song. They fucking rip it. They like <laughs> talk to the camera they're getting angles in oh yeah they're like as long as i do my best it don't matter what no one says yeah the girl power anthems (laughs) in this movie are unbeatable 
it's very like peak 2000s music video vibes where there's like a super bright ring light right in front of the camera and everything is like direct to camera and like (laughs) some people are dancing in the back like it's incredible and they do an amazing job the whole thing is tight the whole performance and at the end Jocko claps and he's like that's exactly the flavor we're going for but not the song we're going for check this out and he plays an asinine kid song it's like all around the world we go all around the world where we stop the body goes we go Mm -hmm. all around ugh horrible so this song is shit (laughs) yeah it's really awful it's not even gonna be like going in the vein of teletubbies no it's a bad idea altogether and galleria is starting to feel very disillusioned and she cuts off the music and she's just like didn't you like what we just did and he's like yeah that's great but this isn't what we sold the record company that's why you always have to read your contracts ladies yeah i was looking up like, the whole situation with the Masters, with Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. And I did find out that um, Big Machine Records or Big Red Truck, I forget what it's called. <laughs> yeah. The reason that Taylor didn't own her Masters was because she agreed to sell them to Big Machine Records mm-hmm. um, to get an advance in order to, like, pay for beginning her career. Oh, Which, I mean wow. – that was a risk that paid off, but then she lost her master's. Right, right. And that was a contract she signed when she was, what, like 15? Literally so young. So yeah. young. Some shady business. Definitely. Galleria's like, we are not doing this. We're the cheetah girls. I'm leaving. Let's bounce, girls. But she's the only one who starts yeah. walking away. No one follows her. And Chanel's like... Um, Jackal, can we just have a second to talk? Yikes. Yeah. So once they have the room to themselves, Galleria is like, we're not doing this. Let's just do the talent show instead. That way we can still record our own demo. And the girls are like, oh, so now you want to do the talent show and like you're trying to make all these decisions for us. Is it the right decision? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and Chanel is like, listen, like Jackal knows the business. I think we should consider it. And Aqua fires a shot and she says, you're just mad because he doesn't like your material. You can't make decisions for the whole group. Uh, And Galleria is like, well, somebody has to be the boss. Like, I'm trying to make our dreams come true our way. But Chanel says that lately she's just been all about herself and that the girls don't trust her anymore. Heavy. So Galleria is like, you know what? Problem solved. I'm leaving the group. This is your shot, and I don't want to stand in your way. So if that's what you want, take the deal. And she leaves. And so Jackal comes back in, and he's like, oh, no, did we lose a cheetah? Yeah, it happens all the time. We'll replace her. Don't worry. And now, Chanel, you'll be the lead singer. And Chanel does kind of, like, fall for it at first. She's, she's like, like, oh, oh me? A little old me? And the girls are like, bitch. And she's like, right, right, right. We need to take some time to think yes. about this. We have a sad times montage. Yeah. Galleria gets home, tears in her eyes, and she tells her mom what happened. She's like, the Cheetah Girls are over. Dorinda goes to the youth center, um, and she agrees to take the dance tour. Aqua can't <laughs> hail a motherfucking cab. 
I don't feel bad for her in any way, shape, or form. This storyline is ridiculous. It is ludicrous. They should have picked a better one for her. Literally could have been just like Southern girl having a hard time finding her way in the city. Not like, I'm not taking the dirty subway. Like, I can't. I can't. There are so many better options for her. Yeah. Or like being the newbie. Like, ugh, I digress. So Chanel then gets home and she finds all of her shopping bags from her recent spree strewn about the apartment and her mom is like sitting on the couch like looking at all the receipts oh no and she is understandably very pissed about how much money she spent because she was trying to buy shoes earlier and her card got declined yeah she's like i bought some new shoes and tried to wear them out of the store they snatched them off my feet so fast they took off my polish yeah so chanel apologizes and she's like i'll return it all i just thought that we were gonna be rich after our demo and i'm like it doesn't happen that fast like (laughs) i think i thought that was a weird line because i it would make more sense if she was just like i was really upset yeah so i spent all your fucking money yeah it did not seem at the time like chanel was like you know what i can afford this because i'm about to be rich she was like my mom ditched me and i'm gonna get back at her by spending all of her money exactly her mom is very upset but then chanel turns around on her and she's like i did it because you don't pay attention to me Ever since Luke came into the picture, it's like I don't even matter anymore. Like Mm -hmm. my dreams aren't important. But then like immediately flip-flops on that and she's like, but I've seen what it's like to not have a mom. Yeah. And her mom is like, who doesn't have a mom? And she's like, I'll tell you later. But (laughs) (laughs) thank you for keeping me in your – keeping my dreams in your heart or something like like, that. Thank you for always keeping me in your dreams, I think. Yeah, and she says that the Cheeto girls are over, so she'll move to Paris if she wants to. Bold. It's a, She does a lot of sharp turns in yeah. that conversation. At Galleria's house, um, she tells her parents what happened with Chackal, and Franco and Dorothea sit down with her. Franco says that she was just doing what she thought was right, but that isn't always what's right for everyone. So he's kind of like trying to nudge her to think about the other people in the group for once. And Galleria is like, you know, I want the fame, but I want it the Cheetah Girl's way. And he asks her if that's really the Cheetah Girl's dream or her dream. And I'm like, you didn't see the masks. Franco, there's no reprieve. Like, Galleria has not gone about things Mm -hmm. the right way, for sure. Totally. But she is correct in like – turning down this deal obviously for sure and dorothea says that sometimes you have to let go and let the people you love just make their own decisions like she's doing with galleria yeah galleria is just left questioning if it was the right move to turn jackal down so then at school galleria goes to the auditorium by herself and she starts singing this very emotional ballad on the piano i really like it yeah we will learn later that it is the song cheetah sisters and Derek, who is just lurking in the corner watches her and when she stops he's like no keep going like that sounded better than any of the pop fluff you normally do i'm like Bro, you got to respect her art if you want her heart. This is not the way to go about it. But when he sits down with her at the piano, they're sitting very close. Mm -hmm. It's pretty intimate. 
and she shows him the music that Jackal wanted to record and play as a little rendition of All Around the World. And what does he do when she starts playing it, Christina? He touches her hand. The tension. Oh my god. So she says that, you know, she walked away from the deal and that the cheetahs are extinct. And he's like, that may be so, but you have talent. And, you know, sometimes people with talent just have to go it alone and be solo artists. And then he puts Mm. his arm around her. It's very flirty and they share some looks. Yeah, there's a lot going on right there. It's way spicier than I remember. I don't remember. Maybe it was just because... It was focused yeah. on the friendship aspect, but yeah, dude. So, Galleria and Dorothea are walking in Manhattan. Dorothea is trying to cheer her up, and she's like, I was thinking we could spend the evening family style. Papa will cook a delicious meal. <laughs> and then we'll watch your favorite movie, The Wizard of Oz. And Galleria is like, not even The Wizard of Oz could fix this. I was actually planning to go to the talent show. And just show Drinka some support, which is like a really nice gesture because she was pretty awful to Drinka. Yeah. So she's kind of like trying to make up for her wrongdoings. But Galleria walks around the corner to head off to Manhattan Magnet and hears the global get down song and sees the posters. And is like, holy crap, they signed the deal without me. As she's distracted, Toto runs off out of Galleria's hand and... Ends up, like, running through this Mm. construction site and falling down a manhole. Pretty freaking wild. (laughs) Galleria is like, holy crap, oh my god. It calls her parents, like, on her cell phone and then sees a police officer. She's like, please, please, sir. Like, my dog fell down a hole. (laughs) Yeah, we got fire department. We got news crews. Everyone's pulled TF up for Galleria's dog. Her parents finally (laughs) arrive. And even Chanel and Magdalena are at this hair salon, and they see Toto on the news. I'm just like, crazy shit happens all the time in New York. I feel like not gridlock traffic from like a dog. Yeah. Yeah, what? Yeah, like it's insane how many people show up and how concerned and invested like the police officers and the fire department are in yeah. this like i don't think they would it would be that serious i guess they had a very life. boring day and they just needed some <laughs> spice yeah they really latched on to this toto situation meanwhile the talent show is happening derek and mackerel are performing their rap rap I cannot take this man seriously. Um, it's just some like white rapper bullshit. He's like, don't matter if you're Haitian or Dominican, like we all fam, like something <laughs> dumb like that. It was, it was <laughs> a pretty bit much rough. For me. <laughs> they didn't even come up with a good rap for him. No, yeah. And I'm like, where are the fucking instruments you were bragging about, sir? So back with the Toto dilemma. <laughs> Aqua arrives. Galleria's like, oh my god, how did you get here? It's gridlock traffic. I and we we see that she uh. came. <laughs> she got to 14th Street using the subway. Oh my god. Wow. And Galleria is shocked that she took the subway for her. And Aqua's like, I took the subway for Toto. <sighs> so she did it. She overcame her fear. 
I'm just like, one of these things is not like the others. And it's this fucking storyline. Absolutely. Dorinda also comes running and Chanel and her mother. It's really a lot. There is dramatic music. Um, The fire department has turned off like the gas, I think. And they have to like cut some pipes or something. Yeah. It's a big old mess. Toto is looking a little worse for wear. They have like. Yeah. I think Aqua's like, why is his head drooping? I'm like. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. Oh my god, I cannot take it seriously. They have like a little like webcam in there giving them like a live feed of Toto and he's just like sitting there with like dirt all over. <laughs> like someone get this dog out. <laughs> it's so funny. So the firefighter is like, we gotta get this dog out. We go back to the talent show where they like lose power. I guess yeah, they turn off they the, have power. To the power lines. Yeah, I don't know why you yeah. well, I mean I get if there's, like, a gas leak, like, turning off the gas, I mean, I guess you don't want to electrocute the dog either, but, like, what is this site? Like, why wasn't it blocked <laughs> off more? I'm just really confused. Yeah, it's very contrived by uh, the Disney Oh, Channel, my God, your dog fell in here. This is the hole of death. <laughs> we got live wires left and right, a gas leak. Yeah. <laughs> so... Finally, like, the generators kick in in the school. The power comes back on. And there's a projector that projects the news onto the wall in the auditorium, which makes no fucking sense, but whatever. It's Galleria on the news. And she's like, how, like, my dog Toto fell down the hole, like, blah, blah, blah. Someone help. And they're like, right outside, Manhattan Magnet School. So then everyone in the school, like, rushes outside to help. I'm like, what are you going to do? You're what? What's happening? I came here for moral support. There's like six people who have come to morally support Galleria because her dog fell down a hole. Yeah. So Drinka comes out. Her and Galleria like make up. They have a little mm-hmm. moment. She apologizes. Then this one fucking firefighter is like, okay, like we have access to him. Like call out to him and get him to come towards us. So Galleria and the Cheetah Girls like all around this hole and she's like toto toto and he's like he can't hear you so then the girls are like okay we know what to do so yes they start (laughs) they start singing the whole crowd like claps along everybody is really into it the firefighter's like yeah that's it keep going faster faster i'm like what the fuck are you saying (laughs) the dog in in the dog's defense he is responding to the singing it's true it's true (laughs) toto does finally emerge (laughs) he looks like absolute (laughs) shit pristine white dog is covered in like this set (laughs) I'm sorry but who wrote this scene I could not stop laughing the whole time I was watching it okay and everyone cheers like Toto is saved Mm -hmm. And the girls, they tell Galleria they're happy, he's okay, and then they actually walk off. They don't even sit around to, like, chat about what just happened. And Derek comes up to Galleria. Honestly, like, this is a weird tragedy, but, like, good for him for showing up. Yes. And he's like, 
Galleria, everyone came to support you. And she's like, no, they came here for Toto. And, you know, maybe Derek was right. Like, she's just like, how do I say this? She's think- <laughs> she says that he was probably right. Like, she just needs to be a solo artist. And then he goes, you are right to walk away from Jackal's offer. But were you right to walk away from your friends? Mm. Uh-huh. Galleria whispers something in his ear. So then she walks away from him. Piano music starts playing. Sure. Why not? <laughs> yeah. Galleria stands up, starts singing. Cheetah Sisters, Doe and Aqua, like, stop in their tracks in the crowd. And they're like, oh, my God. And they approach her. They start singing, too. Everyone happens to be wearing their matching sweatsuits today. Yes. Yeah. Chanel joins in, too. She finishes the verse. And then Derek, out of fucking nowhere, shows up with an electric guitar and starts doing a solo. I guess this is the one instrument he was talking about. (laughs) The girls start fully performing Cheetah Sisters. The whole crowd is watching. The news is still rolling. So, like, this performance is being broadcast. Jackal is watching from his office with the two fucking marketing people. And his assistant is like, ah, you really blew this one, Jackal. Okay. (laughs) Then, after the song, everyone's hyped. Derek comes up to them. And Galleria grabs him and, like, kisses him. It's very spicy. Yeah. I did not remember that happening. Me neither. So I assumed that she was going to, like, hug him or, like, kiss him on the cheek. But I was like, no. She no, fully, like, on the grabs his collar and pulls him in and starts making out with him. Gotta take the, the bull by the balls. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone migrates back to Manhattan Magnet. The girls actually tell Galleria that they turned Jackal down, and the photos she saw were just some other girls. And that Doe also turned down the gold medal tour. Oh, I would not have done that. I don't that. think I would have either. <laughs> yeah. But um, Dorinda also introduces her foster mom to everyone. So yeah. she's, like, feeling better about her situation, and just, like, her friends are true to her. Dorothy is, like... Oh my gosh, welcome. She's super sweet to her. She's like, we need another mm. mama cheetah in this wild jungle. <laughs> yeah. People are really on board with the cheetah thing. Yeah. And Jarenka announces the winner of the Manhattan Magnet talent show 2003, the Cheetah Girls. I would be pissed if I was actually in the talent show, though. I know. Like, they <laughs> quit. They, are, they yeah. didn't go to the rehearsals. Yeah. Then, to top it all off, Galleria gets a call from Jackal, and they all take turns. Maybe you can put in a soundbite of them being like, Hello? The Cheetah Girls do not run with wolves or hang with hyenas. Mm Mm-hmm. You tell him that the Cheetah Girls follow their own dreams and nobody else's, honey. You know what? Tell Jackal Johnson that we depend on our family and our friends and the ground power of the Cheetah-licious demons who came before us to (laughs) see us. Uh Uh-huh. And you tell him we're going to be stars our day, our way. Tell Jackal Johnson that the Cheetah Girls are unavailable. Then fireworks. (laughs) Really just top-notch CGI fireworks. And that is the Cheetah Girls. Yes, it is. What a wild ride. I agree. 
the Toto thing seemed way more dramatic <laughs> when I was like eight. Yeah. Now I'm like, no one in New York would give a damn if a dog got stuck no. in a hole. It'd be one officer or like a firefighter or two. Yeah. Assisting a dog. Yeah. There's probably a protocol for that. Like, I would imagine that he's not the first dog to ever fall into a, like, construction site. But aside from that, I love the story of female friendship, creating something. I think it's a beautiful way to showcase, like, young girls, like, creating something, whether that be music or Mm -hmm. just, like, something else. Like, if you're artistic, making, like, paintings and, like... You should cultivate your artistic proclivities and, like, follow your dreams if that's something you want to do. And I really like that aspect of the movie. Yeah, definitely. And it's, like, nice to see a movie where the girls are incredibly ambitious, but it also is, like, a famous and everything Mm -hmm. type of thing. And, like, reminding you to keep yourself grounded and down to earth Mm -hmm. and – I think that message would be, like, especially potent for kids today where, like, everyone's just, like, always trying to go viral. Yeah. Everyone's trying to, like, have the next thing on TikTok, like, da-da-da. So I think it's a solid, solid message and to remind people that it's important to remember why you love the craft that you have, especially when capitalism can so easily just come in and, like, ruin it for you. Yeah. And there's also a, just a huge variety of backgrounds between the girls. Mm-hmm. They have super different lives in New York City. Yeah. I also think that's really important. And they could have, like, done more if they wanted to. But I feel like I've seen a lot of TikToks lately. And there's a TikToker named Dutch who's, like, born and raised in New York. And he mentioned this about – I love him. Yeah, I love him too. He posted a TikTok where he talks about how there are a lot of people right now, like, glamorizing life in New York. Mm -hmm. Like, people who are, like, day in my life in New York, wake up in my beautiful, like, well-lit studio apartment – And I, like, get a coffee and I do my job as, like, a fashion designer and a really glamorous life. And I think it's important to note that not everyone lives like that. There are Mm -hmm. tons of just regular people who live in New York City, tons of blue-collar workers, like, people who have jobs that aren't super glamorous necessarily. Yeah. They're just, like, a normal family. So I really appreciate that. Definitely. And this was, like, at the time, I believe it was the most diverse – casting that a decom had ever had and it was their most successful one for like a very long yeah. time i don't think that record was actually they broke their own record with the second one mm. and then i think that it might have been broken by like high school musical maybe but mm-hmm. yeah it was like a huge monumental thing for like the disney channel that they had this like really diverse group of girls as like the leads for their decom which I think is great. Yeah. The music also. Yeah. It's so good. Really good. It doesn't feel like they just needed to fill in some slots in the movie. Mm-hmm. I listened to that album so much when I was younger. Oh, yeah. And even now, getting to listen to all the clips, like I'll watch like videos and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I still sing along to all the songs. Definitely. Yeah. Just really high energy, girl power, don't need a man, follow your mm-hmm. dreams be friends, like, really great messages. Yeah, I think that um, for me, the, like, phenomenon, the – what's the word I'm trying to look for? The, like, the concept of the Cheetah Girls Mm -hmm. as, like, a group, as an entity, as, like, a cultural moment, I think is stronger than, like, this movie itself. Like, as a movie, Yeah, it's, like, you know, I think it's enjoyable. I think it's fun. I don't think it's, like, the best – 
I think that the legacy of the Cheetah Girls, though, has like so far surpassed like this movie. They've just become such like icons of this era. Yeah, and icons of like being badasses Mm -hmm. and like taking what you want, especially like. We're, we're covering the first movie, but in the second movie as well, it's like mm. they're really fighting for their chance. Yeah. The, the song Strut, like Strut oh Like God. You Mean It, and they're just walking the streets of Spain being like, yeah. this is our time to shine. We have to own it. I think what this movie teaches people is like having a sense of confidence. Yes. And not being afraid um, to do what you love and to pursue what you want. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of confidence bangers happening right now. Exactly. And, like, say what you want about Galleria. Like, yeah, she does make some, like, very poor decisions and is, like, not always a great friend. But her, like, unbridled confidence and self-assurance. <sighs> so inspiring. Like, me as an almost 25-year-old woman, I feel like I don't even have, like, an ounce of what she has as a 14-year-old. Like, it's very, very cool to see just this, like, young gal who believes in herself and her dreams that hard Mm -hmm. and also has the goods to back it up, too. She's very talented. Yeah, definitely. I think about that a lot. Like, there needs to be more content made of – I mean, in regards to, like, movies and TV and stuff, just more um, confidence boosting because I think what happens a lot of the time, I notice – There'll be women-centric stories, and it'll have these, like, themes about, like, misogyny or, like, feminism. Yeah. But in a way that makes it kind of, like, feel like we're repeating the same things and not really Mm -hmm. just being, like, let's be more confident. Or, like, oh, my gosh, look at this character. Like, she's so confident and bold. Mm -hmm. I want to emulate those qualities and, like, find that for myself. Yeah. And I just – I love – the fact that they did give the girls all such distinct personalities. Yeah. Although, like, obviously, Aqua doesn't really get as much development (laughs) in this one. Yeah. But I think that it creates a nice harmony, like, these four girls together when they are getting along. Mm -hmm. The chemistry felt right. And they have their goals and dreams as well. Yeah. And also just having Adrian Bailon as Chanel just being this like Latin woman. And I was like, yeah. oh my God, she's so cool. I made my mother like make me this sweater out of like purple cheetah <gasps> fabric. Yeah. Um, with like a matching headband because I really wanted their sweatsuits. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah. I just found her to be like for however long until I started like loving Demi Lovato. I think that was like the mm-hmm. next person who I was like, oh my gosh. But yeah, just seeing her do her thing, it felt really inspiring to me. So I'm sure that yeah. a lot of other women felt that way. Young girls seeing themselves like represented on TV. Totally. Shall we rate it? Yeah. I'm thinking about the content of the movie. Yeah. And I really want to give it a high score because I think it has amazing qualities and themes. Mm -hmm. Is it that great of a movie? Like you said, not necessarily. I do want to give it a nine. Wow. What were you going to say? You're going to give it a low score? Not low. I was thinking somewhere around a seven. Whoa. I don't know. I love this movie. Yeah. Like I, I enjoyed it for sure. I did laugh at it quite a bit towards the end, but I just like the second one much better. And I think that 
like I said, like the the cultural impact of like the Cheetah Girls as just like a group and as like a entity is stronger than like just this movie. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying not to let that like cloud my judgment, which is yeah. why I'm giving it a little bit of a lower score. But I definitely really enjoyed I'll it. I'll meet you at an eight. Yeah, I'd be happy to meet an eight. I think that this movie was very impactful for my um, mm-hmm. personality development. Yeah. Which is why I have to rate it really high. Yeah. But I definitely recommend – I really enjoyed getting to rewatch it. Yes. I would highly recommend going back and just watching it. Because even if you're a bit older now, like, I want to be just as courageous as um, Galleria. Like, I want to be as studious as Aqua. I want to be as an adept dancer as Dorinda. Mm-hmm. I want to be, like, unapologetically myself, like Chanel. Yeah. So there's something you can learn from every character. Yeah. I think it's a really good time. Uh, what a great movie to just kick us back into the swing of things, especially yeah. as we are va- like fastly approaching our one year Ooh. mark in the end of season one. So yeah, pretty crazy. We have some cool stuff planned for yes. our first ever anniversary. I can't believe we've been putting out a podcast every week for a year. I know. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. And for our one-year anniversary episode, we will be doing a very fun special award ceremony for the Star Dazzle Awards. Yes, you heard it correctly. The Star Dazzle Awards, a la High School Musical 2 Country Club. So we will have a poll available for you. Um, You can access that in the link in our bio. It'll also be in our show notes. There's going to be a ton of categories. Pick your favorite in each category. Yes. We will tally up the votes. And for our one-year anniversary, we will go over the results. Yes, it's going to be a good time. We're going to reminisce about all the amazing movies that we got to cover this past year. Definitely go vote. Mm -hmm. We want your input. We want your opinions. Yes. And with that being said, also don't forget to click the link in our bio to buy any of our merch, um, to use our link to buy from Little Lady Baby. You can also follow us on Instagram at Movies That Raised Us. You can follow us on Twitter at MTRU underscore pod. You can follow us on TikTok. It's Movies That Raised Us pod. And send us a nice good old email at movies that raised us at gmail.com. And we'll see you next week for our last movie of the season. Oh my gosh. Wow, the time <laughs> is flying by. Yes, it is. We'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Mo. And I'm Christina. And our theme song is by Garrett Schmidt. Bye. Bye.